Captain. You informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about Him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. Now here's your host, Joe McClain. Speed of Jesus Christ, welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you on this Thursday, September the 15th, and the feast day of Our Lady of Sorrows. Praise be to God. Hey, uh, here's a question. Has the Department of Defense actually violated religious liberty of thousands, I mean literally tens of thousands, of their service members? Well, the Inspector General seems to think so. This could actually be a huge break in the case of so many who have served in the military and chose not to get the COVID vaccine, but were dismissed as a result. R. Davis Yance is gonna join us from yancelaw.com at uh, 35 past the hour to have that conversation. Yesterday, I had a very interesting opportunity to stop someplace historical, and I want to share that with you in light of Our Lady of Sorrows coming up at 15 past the hour. Of course, uh, share a thought all across the Guadalupe Radio Network uh, starting in the next hour, so always remember to support your local Catholic radio station. There are tons of stories in the news. In fact, LifeSide News reported 400-plus Republicans, insiders, politicians, and more are all signing a bill to support, quote, same-sex marriage. Yeah, that's conservation at its best right there. uh, Democrat Senator Maria uh, Hirano from Hawaii bizarrely called for a call to arms against the pro-life movement in her debate against the abortion ban legislation. Like, she actually wants people to take up arms? Really? Uh, Governor Ron DeSantis, in what the kids are calling a based moment, has flown two planefuls of immigrants to Martha's Vineyard. Apparently, the Obamas will take them in. Who knows? Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Rudy Carlos. Absolutely based. Absolutely based, Joe. Actually, the, I kind of feel bad say. for them. I feel bad for the immigrants. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. There is nothing. There's no resources for them on Martha's Vineyard. There's not. There's nothing there to help them at all whatsoever. Really? It, I, I mean, mean, it's a good. It's it's a good joke, but. What are they going to do when they get there? I don't know. Don't they have like uh, ice cream or uh, <laughs> Nancy Pelosi's uh, refrigerator over there? I don't know. What, what's going on over there? <laughs> well, the Obamas got a very nice place right on the waterfront. I mean, maybe they've got lots of room for two planefuls of immigrants. I have no idea. Uh, who knows? Maybe. Uh, so are you in Flagstaff now? I have arrived officially in Flagstaff, yes, okay. after a super long day of driving. It was like nine, it was almost 10 hours worth of driving yesterday. Wow. But we saw some very cool things along the way. So I'm going to share some of that at 15 past. Nice. Well, yeah. Good praise deal. be to God. Praise the to the God landscape right alone is worth the price of admission. Just really watching is. the landscape change on you as you drive, it's Oof. just so epic. The mesas, the plateaus, yeah. the mountains. I'm jealous. Yeah. Praise be to God. Speaking of jealousy, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning, to you, Adrian. Howdy, howdy. Praise be to God. It's good to be here. And you is know it? what? You know what, Joe? It's what? super interesting because mm-hmm. yesterday I was hearing people talk about St. Martha's Vineyard, and I didn't realize the context of them bringing it up. And I was like, oh, yeah, isn't, isn't that the... Uh, that group that helps uh, post abortive women. <laughs> That's what I thought. And so I was like, like, someone like, <laughs> someone like texted me and they were like, Hey, 
what is St. Martha's Vineyard? I was like, oh, it's that great group that helps uh, post abortive women. And now I'm, I woke up this morning and I'm seeing the news headlines. I'm like, oh. They're talking about something totally different. Very different. I am not in. uh, I'm not even the same uh, ballpark at that in that conversation. Whoops! Right. So there you go, folks. Yeah. Martha's Vineyard is an island off of Cape Cod, out in the Atlantic Ocean, where only the most elite people can live. It is super expensive out there. Oh, that's why uh, I didn't know. I've never yeah, been invited to St. Martha's Vineyard. Next year, I'm sure that I'll get an invite. Oh, they're going to let me know. Next year. Next year's the year. Praise <laughs> be to God. I, I've spent uh, quite a bit of time on, on Cape Cod. I've never had the privilege of seeing Martha's Vineyard. You might recall, fascinating fact, uh, John Kennedy Jr. supposedly, allegedly, was flying to Martha's Vineyard in his private airplane when they went down in the Atlantic Ocean, and wow. he and his wife lost their lives. So. There was that. Uh, all right. We have a lot to get into. Uh, it's going to be a great show. Please do uh, share us with a friend. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known, that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come. Before thee I stand sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. And now your headlines with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. You're tuned in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Thursday, September 15th, and here are your headlines this morning. By the way, Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. Reuters reports Putin and Xi to discuss Ukraine and Taiwan, Kremlin says. The deepening no-limits partnership between the rising superpower of China and the natural resources titan of Russia is a geopolitical development the West is watching with anxiety. Russia's Vladimir Putin and China's Xi Jinping will discuss Ukraine and Taiwan at a meeting in Uzbekistan today, which the Kremlin said would hold a special significance given the geopolitical situation in the region. Ground News reports, armed woman breaks into Beirut Bank and takes trapped savings. An armed woman and a dozen activists broke into a Beirut bank branch, taking over $13,000 from what the activists say were her trapped savings. Lebanon's cash-strapped banks have imposed strict limits on withdrawals of foreign currency since 2019. About three-quarters of the population has slipped into poverty as the tiny Mediterranean country country's economy continues to spiral. The woman said she needed her money to fund her sister's cancer treatment, witnesses said. And it's the second hostage situation at a bank in recent weeks in Lebanon where a devastating financial crisis has locked most people out of their bank accounts. The Hill reports another Russian executive's body found following a mysterious death. A Russian energy executive died last week after he fell off of his boat, joining at least eight other Russian business leaders and tycoons, including one of the energy executive's former boss, who have mysteriously died in the past nine months. The death of Ivan Pekorin, the managing director of the Far East and Arctic Development Corporation and appointment for Russian President Vladimir Putin on the development of the Arctic was confirmed by his company. The ERDC is responsible for the development of the Arctic, a large source of oil and gas that Russia has prioritized. And Breitbart reports human trafficked teen who killed her rapist offered to, uh, or ordered rather to pay $150,000 in restitution. 
Before her arrest, Lewis, then 15 years old, ran away from home to escape her abusive mother, and at some point she ended up sleeping in the hallways of an apartment building in Des Moines, Iowa, when she was abducted and sexually trafficked by an unidentified 28-year-old man, who then solicited her to one Brooks, who raped her as well. She stabbed him with a knife and killed him. Now, while police and prosecutors do not dispute that Lewis was trafficked and sexually assaulted, they claim Brooks was sleeping at the time of the attack and did not present an immediate danger to them. Pray for justice in this situation. And there are your headlines this morning. God love you. The saint of the day is St. Marinius. St. Marian, in that nice version, was born in 565. It is also known as St. Marian of Bencor. He is the patron saint of the town and Roman Catholic Diocese of Paisley, Scotland. He was the founder of a religious community which grew to become Paisley Abbey. A contemporary of the better-known St. Columba of Iona and disciple of St. Comgall. He was prior of Bangor Abbey in County Don, Ireland, before making his missionary voyage to Scotland. He is venerated in both Ireland and Scotland and even in the Orthodox tradition. While still a young boy, his mother took him to the monastery of Bangor Abbey in County Don, down in the northeast of Ireland, where he placed under the care of St. Comgall. St. Mirian later took oversight of the monastery and became the prior of Bangor Abbey, where he accepted visitors and sojourners. And later on, St. Mirian traveled to the camp of the High King of Ireland with the purpose of spreading the Christian faith. Having heard of Mirian's arrival, the king refused to allow the saint to enter the camp. Mirian, thus slighted, was said to have prayed to God that the king might feel his wife's labor pangs. Her time being near, the legend continues that just as Mirian had prayed, the king felt ill and roared in pain for three days and nights. In desperation, the king sought out Mirian and granted him all he wished, including the right to go out and preach the gospel to the men of his camp. In response to these concessions, St. Mirian prayed on his behalf, and he was freed from his pain. Thereafter, he was appointed to the west of Scotland, and after a long and difficult journey, arrived when the town of Paisley stands today. The area had recently been abandoned by the Romans and was in the possession of a powerful local chieftain. This chief took a liking to Mirian, and the saint was allotted a small field near the river in the southern part of town. This plot was called St. Mirian's Croft until it was later developed. He founded the first church in Paisley, thought to be at Seed Hill, and after his death, the shrine of St. Mirian became a center of pilgrimage. In various charters and papal bulls, Mirian is referred to as the glorious confessor, St. Mirian. His image was engraved in the seal of the abbey, depicting him in the vestments of a bishop. Around the seal was inscribed the prayer, O Mirian, pray for your servants. In King James's the Fourth's charter in 1488, raising Paisley to the status of Burg of Boroni, one of the reasons cited was the singular respect we have for this glorious confessor, Saint Marian. He died in 620. Saint Marinius, pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from John chapter 19, verses 25 through 27. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. 
When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple there whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, today, I saw a great passage from Father John MacEvely's commentary on the Gospel of John. It says, quote, there stood by the cross, there stood by the cross, this mother of Dolores, unmoved witness with great dignity, this terrible scene without any of these violent paroxysms to which in such circumstances, less noble minds give way. This, the word stood, would convey Hence, the assertion stating that our Blessed Lady fell into some violent convulsions, fits, and witnessing the agony of her son is now generally rejected as unworthy of her calm dignity and total resignation to the adorable will of God. There stood by the cross of Jesus his mother. When almost all had fled, Mary remained a tower of ivory, the faithful witness and sorrowful spectator of his barbarous tortures. Every outrage offered his divine person, every blow, every wound inflicted on his sacred body, penetrated her inmost soul. Now, according to many of the fathers, was verified in her regard the prophecy of the age Simeon. A sword shall pierce thy own soul. Her feelings as the tenderest of mothers weeping over her only son and that son she knew and believed to be her creator and her God, the ingratitude of her own people on whom he showered down so many signal blessings, who now in return subject him to the lash and nail and nail him to the cross. Their speedy and irreparable ruin, their enormity of the sins of men, and the inefficacy of the tortures of her divine son in regard to millions of her creatures, all engulf her in an ocean of sorrow, which was only equaled by the unshaken firmness of her resignation to God's adorable will and the seraphic ardor of her burning love. Close quote. That's Father John McEvely in his, his commentary on the Gospel of John, especially for today of Our Lady of Sorrows. And I love it because it's so incredible to, to show that Our Lady was not like you and me. She would not react in ways that you and I do. She's fully human, that's true. But she did not have the stain of sin on her, nor the concupiscent nature. So she stood there for you and for me. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. What's Concerning Us is coming up next. We're often told that so long as sexual activity is performed between consenting adults, there's nothing morally wrong with what's done. Is this a reasonable way of morally evaluating sexual behavior? I don't think so, and here's why. First, such reasoning justifies disturbing acts like that of Ormond Mivis, who butchered and ate a willing victim that responded to an advertisement placed on the Internet. 
I don't think we want to say consensual cannibalism is okay. Second, the assertion arbitrarily picks consent as the only aspect of nature's design for sex as having any moral significance. If we must reverence nature's design for consensual sex, then why is it okay to not reverence nature's design for procreation? If it's okay to reject one, well, then it's okay to reject the other. So rather than reverencing consensual sex, this argument undermines it. I'm Carlo Broussard with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com. Men, it's time. Participate in the next National Men's March to abolish abortion and rally for personhood on Saturday, October 15th, 1130 a.m. to 330 p.m. in Boston. There is a man connected to every abortion. Men are a big part of the problem, and it's time for all men to take responsibility and be a big part of the solution. All men of goodwill are invited to participate in the march, and everyone else is needed to show up for the rally beginning at 2 p.m. outside of the State House. For more information, go to themensmarch.com and spread the word. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keep you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Coming up at uh, 35 past the hour, uh, R. Davis Yance, our a friend, our attorney friend uh, from uh, Pennsylvania, who's been, uh, he has clients in the military. He himself has been struggling with the military to finish out his own career, uh, having served uh, as a JAG officer in the Marine Corps. Uh, he has been wrestling with the DOD now for the last few years. Because of religious liberty cases, well, there's a big break in the case, and he's going to be on to talk about that. I also want to ask him about this recent report about the uptick, 13% uptick in sexual abuse among military service members. And uh, we're going to have that conversation at 35 past. Please do share us with a friend. Yesterday, I had a unique opportunity. Now, if you don't know, right now, I'm in Flagstaff, Arizona. I'm in, uh, in a hotel here while the team is uh, still in the Houston studio. I'm... I'm helping to lead and host a men's retreat here. So one of the mission trips I like to do every single year, uh, praise be to God, working with the King's Men Apostolate. The, the retreat is called the End of the Wild. It's my favorite men's retreat of all, I would have to say. And uh, so please do keep not only the uh, the team that's going to be leading it in your prayers, but please do pray also for the men who are going to be retreating and their sons. But uh, while I was uh, driving up yesterday, so I was in the Panhandle of Texas and made the nine-plus-hour journey from there to Flagstaff, Arizona, my two sons and I uh, happened across a very interesting historical location that we just had to deviate for, and that was the burial place, the very gravesite of William Bonney. Now, you might not remember who William Bonney is, but that's Billy the Kid. And by the way, that's not his a real name anyway. He only took William Bonney as a result to uh, uh, having, after uh, murdered a man, changed his name and fled down. But uh, nonetheless, I saw the sign. Uh, we were passing by Fort Sumner in uh, New Mexico, and I saw the sign for the burial place of Billy the Kid. And I said, well, we have to stop. I, I, I mean, how often am I going to be this close to, to that? So we pulled over. We found the location. And there, in a very unassuming tiny little graveyard was this very interesting spot it was uh the the grave spot exact actually has three different people in uh, sort of this one little plot there in this uh, small military cemetery and it's encased in an iron cage and uh very interestingly enough the the tombstone of billy the kid 
had been stolen twice and twice recovered and now is bolted down with iron bars. It's very interesting. But William Bonney, Billy the Kid, uh, who is, again, that's not his original name. He's from New York. His family came from Ireland from the potato famine and uh, tried to uh, go west after his dad died. And uh, his mom uh, died in 1874. Billy the Kid was basically left on his own at 14 years old. And he fell into gambling, drinking, and the rest. And uh, reports vary as to how many people Billy the Kid killed during his life. But he was reportedly very good with the uh, 44 handgun, you know, and used it quite frequently. He was involved in the Lincoln County Wars, which was uh, basically a land grab, a cattle grab from a very, uh, you know, rich ranchers and uh, sort of a, a conspiracy, if you will, of the, the local legal team and the local sheriff. And, and it got really ugly and violence reigned throughout the New Mexican territory for quite a while as a result of that. Well, Billy the Kid actually had an opportunity. He was arrested. He was in jail. Uh, he had been corresponding with the governor of New Mexico at the time. The same guy, by the way, who was not only a uh, war veteran from the Civil War, but also wrote Ben-Hur, was the, at the time the governor of the New Mexico Territory. Billy the Kid wrote letters to him. You know, he basically had uh, been promised by the governor that he would receive uh, a pardon for his crimes if he would testify on behalf of the government in certain cases that happened during the, uh, you know, crimes that were committed during the Lincoln County War which he agreed to do. Interestingly enough, Billy's handwriting is way better than mine. Uh, his <laughs> handwriting is just incredibly better than my own, which is mind-blowing to me. My poor grandmother tried so hard to uh, to get me to write, to write well, to spell well, to use a comma in the correct place, and pray for me. Pray for her, because I, I never stuck, right? So, But to, if you were to see the handwriting of Billy the Kid, it might blow you away that this killer... This, this mass killer had great grammar and uh, a good penmanship. But nonetheless, the governor of the, of the territory of New Mexico had no desire to, to fulfill his end of the bargain, even though Billy had, in fact, done some testifying. He escaped from, uh, from jail in March of 1881, and uh, only less than a year later, it was July 14th, 1881, he was found finally by Pat Garrett, and he was shot and killed, and he lies in state there in uh, the cemetery in Fort Sumner. And what struck me as I saw this cemetery there, and I saw his his burial spot is, this is a guy who had committed many mortal sins. This is a guy who could use violence. And in the biographers say, he smiled while he did it. Uh, he smiled when he laughed. He smiled when he cried. He smiled when he murdered. Um, and that was uh, Billy the Kid, a very... Uh, sort of a complex character. He never had the opportunity to reconcile. He, he found death in an instant of time. He was shot through the heart, died very quickly. He never had a chance to, to beg forgiveness. He never had a chance to whisper the name of, of Jesus. He never had an opportunity to, to say, I'm sorry. He never had an opportunity to, to beg and repent for the many crimes he had committed against the sacred heart of our most loving savior jesus christ and there he lies i don't i cannot say for certain his uh his eternal destiny but if i was a gambling man i might say chances are he's in hell um 
And it just struck me as we have this opportunity in life every single day because we have breath in our lungs to, to repent, to make reconciliation, because we don't know the day nor the hour when our time will come. And I found it uh, just incredible to just be looking upon the gravesite of such an infamous character from the American Wild West, uh, a horse thief, a clothes thief, by the way. That was his first crime. That's what really got him in trouble the first time was he stole the clothes from the Chinese laundry. <laughs> and uh, that sent him off in the wrong direction. And I was thinking about that in connection with Our Lady of Sorrows. And by the way, uh, I wonder, Pop Quiz here, uh, Rudy and uh, Adrian, could you possibly tell me, um, what do you think is the greatest, Billy, the highest rated, let's just say the highest <laughs> rated Billy the Kid movie. How many Billy the Kid movies do you think there have been, just off the top of your head? Eight. Any any idea? I would eight, say eight. like four. There's been f- almost 50 Billy the no Kid way. movies. 50? 50? Almost 50. Why uh, I've seen so a list of 46. I've heard other people say there's at least 50. But uh, interestingly enough, <clears throat> can you tell me what you think is the worst Billy the Kid movie ever made, according to IMDb, anyway. Uh, the one that I made in my backyard with my buddies. Really? Yeah. Whoa. Uh-huh. You made a Billy the Kid movie? Nah, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. You, no, you're I, gaslighting. I, I don't even know who this guy is. <laughs> the, uh, the worst Billy the Kid movie comes in at a 3.8 star rating, uh, and that is uh, the 1966 Billy the Kid versus Dracula. <laughs> uh, surprisingly enough, surprisingly enough, did not do well. Um, so there's that. I kind of want to watch You it might now. be tempted. You might be tempted. If you're at least my age or older, you might be tempted to say the greatest Billy the Kid movie was The Young Guns, which came out in 1988, uh, just over a hundred years, uh, you know, hundred and what was a hundred and, uh, seven years, uh, since the death of Billy the Kid was a movie called Young Guns, which starred, uh, Emilio Estevez. It starred, uh, uh, Charlie Sheen. I mean, there was a uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. There was a ton of great actors in the Young Guns. It was um, it was uh, sort of a modern, contemporary uh, version of the Western. <clears throat> Very interestingly enough, even used uh, 1990s style gangster rap in there too, which was kind of interesting. <laughs> um, but uh, that only had a 6.8 star rating, so it does not get to claim the title of the greatest rated. Billy the Kid film ever, though that title, that uh, that honor goes to the 1973 version, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. Uh, so I have to watch that. I don't think I've seen that particular version, but it also uh, looks like it's got some uh, some old old school spaghetti Western uh, stars in there as well. So and it, to include Chris Christopherson, which I'm sure you're raving fans of Chris Christopherson, right? Uh, you should oh, yeah. probably have all of his, his greatest album hits, I'm sure. But uh, so very interestingly enough that, uh, that, that, that Young Guns did not get the title there. But anyway, let's go back to Our Lady of Sorrows. So I, I was thinking about Our Lady of Sorrows today. It's her feast day. And of course, we got the Simeon. You know, Simeon comes into the temple when they're when Our Lady and Saint Joseph are presenting the infant uh, there, and they're making their offering of the two turtle doves. And he he takes the child. He raises his eyes towards God. He goes, "You can take me now. I've seen the Messiah. It's let's do this." And then he turns to Our Lady, paraphrasing anyway, and says, "A sword shall pierce your heart too." 
And of course, we also read the, today's gospel from John 19 of Our Lady sitting at the foot of the cross and how she was unique in that she didn't sit there and bewail. She didn't uh, cry. She didn't go into you know, massive hysteria. She didn't lose her temper, her control, her her comportment. She stood there in quiet and silence, uh, no doubt tears flowing from her eyes, to be sure. But the pain and suffering she endured goes, uh, I think, not spoken of enough. There are uh, the seven sorrows of Our Lady. Let me list them for you. One, the prophecy of Simeon, the flight into Egypt, the loss of the child Jesus for three days. Mary meets Jesus on his way to Calvary, the crucifixion and death of her son, the body of Jesus being taken down from the cross, and number seven, the burial of Jesus. These are the seven sorrows of Our Lady. And there's a devotion that comes with seven promises as well. Uh, Rudy, did you find the seven promises? I did. did. Go over those really quick? I did, yes. Number one, I will grant peace to their families. Number two, they will be enlightened about divine mysteries. Uh, let's see here. Number three, I will console them in their pains and I will accompany, accompany them in their work, which I am fond of. Number four, I will give them as much as they ask for as long as it does not oppose the adorable will of my divine son or the sanctification of their souls. Number five, I will defend them in their spiritual battles with the infernal enemy and I will protect them at every instant of our lives of their lives rather number six i will visibly help them at the moment of their death they will see the face of their mother which is awesome number seven i have obtained this grace from my divine son that those who propagate this devotion to my tears and dolors will be taken directly from this earthly life to eternal happiness since all their sins will be forgiven and my son will be their eternal consolation and joy those are, those are big promises. promises those yeah. are pretty big promises and here's the point as we wrap up this segment our lady suffered for you and for the most ardent of sinners, for the Billy, the kids of the world. And so long as you have breath in your lungs, while you have opportunity, Our Lady, the grace of God himself flowing through Our Lady to us, has given us a wonderful opportunity to repent. No matter the sins we have committed, the grace, the promises that he makes to us through her suffering in her seven sorrows is absolutely mind-boggling. Don't waste your opportunity. Repent today. If you know someone, call them to repentance. Grace and mercy waits for them. Study Our Lady of Sorrows. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever heard someone say, the Catholic view of marriage may be an ideal, but it cannot be a reality? Well, G.K. Chesterton says, It is an ideal in a diseased society. It is a reality in a healthy society. For where it is real, it makes society healthy. We know we cannot make a perfectly healthy society because while we believe in marriage and the church, we also believe in something called the fall of man, which also has an effect on society. But the point is that we believe not just in an ideal, but in something practical practical in the sense that we want to make something. We want to create Christian families as opposed to those who are always ready to destroy the family, who give up on the ideal and give in to whatever is easiest at the moment. Want more than a minute? Chesterton.org. 
Hi, this is Pam Stenzel. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 11.30 a.m. for the march, and then everyone else show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about the need to value and protect every pre-born baby from fertilization. For more information, go to themensmarch.com and spread the word. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. And now more headlines. The Epic Times reports economic catastrophe. Democrats face tough choices over rail strike and potential political fallout. Congressional Democrats are facing tough calls over an impending strike of rail workers, which observers fear could cause an economic catastrophe for the United States, already with a strained supply chain. Railroad workers unions and and major U.S. railroad services over the past several weeks have been involved in negotiations over wages and the railroad's strict attendance policies, which limit workers from taking sick days. Ultimately, Democrats' best hope is that the unions and railroads will agree to continue negotiations past the September 16th deadline, as either option, the imposition of the state passable contract on unions or the further breakdown of the U.S. supply chain could weaken Democrats' already dire outlook in November. Catholic News Agency reports the story behind the miracle of the Shrine of Our Lady of Peace in Kazakhstan, since uh, the Holy Father is there at the moment. We're going to discuss this, uh, this beautiful miracle here. Father Marius Stawaz, the shrine's rector, explained that in place, that in that place during World War II, people prayed for the intercession of the Virgin Mary to end the famine. It was on March 25, 1941, when the miracle occurred. Suddenly, temperatures rose and the snow melted, forming a large lake around the village of Ozernoye. A large number of fish began to appear in the lake, and the villagers were able to sustain themselves with the fish and thus were spared from starvation. After the miracle, the village of Ozoyorne became the site of the only Marian shrine in the entire Central Asian region, including Mongolia and Afghanistan. A church was built there in 1990 and soon became a place of pilgrimage, especially for young people who gather there every year in August to participate in a festival. And Not the Bee reports, the Department of the Treasury is auditing the IRS after 1,250 IRS agents failed to pay their taxes. The Inspector General of the Department of the Treasury is beginning an audit of the Internal Revenue Service after it came to light that in 2019, 1,250 employees had not paid their taxes. Some of the offenders offered great excuses like, I didn't know how, and some of these were rehires after being previously fired for willful failure to properly file their federal tax returns. The willful offenders were fired along with some of the oopsie offenders, but the IRS promptly hired 200 of them back, even the ones who had falsified government documents to willfully avoid paying taxes. That's your your hard money at work there. And those were your headline news this morning. God love you. Oh, thanks. Thank you, Rudy Carlos, for keeping us up to date. Uh, joining us now via Zoom chat is our good friend, R. Davis Yance, YanceLaw.com. Uh, there's been uh, an ongoing battle here to help ensure that men and women who serve our country and our Department of Defense are, have their constitutional rights. Uh, but uh, they've been, been, I would say, trampled upon now going back to 2020 uh, with this COVID vaccine mandate. And uh, there's been a big break in the case and. uh Davis, good morning to you. Thank you for your time today. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, praise be to God. We're grateful to you uh, for being here. So uh, you sent me a memo, and I'm reading this, and it's just like, uh, yeah, well, we don't care. We're just, we're just, we're going to do what we're going to do. Tell us what's the deal. What is the deal here? Why is this a big deal? 
Yeah, so, so what happened is this week we got a copy through a whistleblower of a memorandum sent in June from the Department of Defense IG's office. So that's the watchdog for all of the Department of Defense. They sent a memo in June to the Secretary of Defense saying, look, we've done an audit. We knew the audit was ongoing, but we couldn't get any of the documents from it. But, but a whistleblower got this to us. And based on the audit they did, they said, look, we have evidence now that shows the Department of Defense, all of the services are not doing an individualized review as required by the Constitution, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, and DOD regulations of each religious accommodation package. It shows, the evidence shows, they were not doing that. What's interesting about this memo, part of the reason I wanted as many people as possible to see it is, not only is that huge, not only is the fact that this IG investigation revealed they weren't following the Constitution, weren't following the law, but... The Department of Defense set on it. The Secretary of Defense's office set on this since June. This memo from the Secretary of Defense is dated the 2nd of September. That means they set on it for three months while many of my clients and others are facing discharge over this. So not only is it a big deal that they found they were violating the law, it's also a big deal that they set on it for three months while everything else is going on. So it's it's huge news. Um, It reveals things we knew to be true about the process. But it's just fascinating that it's finally come out. The, there's, I, I'm seeing like, is there two memos here? One from September the second, and the other one from June. So the the one from September, you know, that first paragraph there, it says uh, mandatory vaccination against coronavirus. Uh, disease 2019 is necessary to protect the force and ensure its readiness to defend the American people. Uniform standards must be applied to all requests for medical or administrative exemption in a manner consistent with the law and DOD policy, including DOD instruction. Now, the reason why I bring this up um, is because it seems to me that this is their get-out-of-jail-free card. They're like, yeah, well, our response is everybody's got to be treated equal and we're just going to move on. Right. And that and the problem is, from the beginning, what the law requires, the Constitution, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act and DOD regulations based on that is an individualized review of each religious accommodation request. Military members, we talked about this before. You don't give up your constitutional rights simply by serving in the military. So, you know, all I've been wanting for myself personally and for my clients is a fair as required by the Constitution and federal law, a review of these religious accommodation packages, we've known from the beginning that we were getting blanket denials back. I mean, every letter, every denial that my clients have gotten back, even my own, is the same template. So it's it's problematic. And again, they said on this memo, they said on this memo that they got that says, hey, it looks like you're not following the law for three months. And then they push out a document that says, hey, the mandate is is still the priority. Shots in arms is still the priority. Again, I agree with you. It feels like they're not taking this into consideration, even though there's federal lawsuits. I mean, you have an injunction against the Navy, an injunction against the Air Force, now an injunction against the Marine Corps from enforcing this because federal judges are seeing the exact same thing that's revealed in this document, that they're not following the law. So, and the other thing I thought was like incredible, and you pointed this out in your uh, in your press release for this, they only on an if if at all they might have spent a maximum of twelve minutes per case, and how many thousands of cases are we talking about? I mean thousands and thousands of cases, and this is this is critical. I think it's one of the most interesting parts of what the DoD IG did because it undermines 
factually any argument that they were doing the individualized review that's required. So to put it in perspective, the religious accommodation requests and then the appeals that my clients are submitting, by the time it gets to the appellate authority, for example, the Air Force Surgeon General, you're looking at a packet with all the recommendations, all the information that goes into it. Those are going to be between 75 and 150 pages. That's what goes up to do this. That's what it's supposed to look like. So what the DOD IG said is look at the number of requests that were submitted over a 90-day period. That means just based on the sheer volume of requests, the Air Force Surgeon General, for example, would have had to review 50 packets a day. That means if all the Air Force Surgeon General did was review these packages for 10 hours straight, no breaks, no interruptions, every day for 90 days, at most the Air Force Surgeon General would have spent 12 minutes on a package that's 75 to 150 pages for each military member. And again, it's not just the sheer volume of information. It's what's at stake for military members. We're talking about guys 18, 19, 20 years in, combat injuries, who their pension's on the line over this package. And at best, if we assume a fictional world where they did nothing but look at these packages for 10 hours a day, no breaks, 90 days straight, at most 12 minutes. It, I mean... <laughs> Put, put politics to the side. Put, uh, uh, you know, someone's understanding of the vaccine to the side for a moment. It, it's it, infuriating. It's insulting to service members to say, we're going to rubber stamp. You come to us with some supposed religious liberty thing, and, and we don't care. Just, yet, you know, shut up, two bags full. Let's just, you know, move on. And then they rubber stamp these things, and then... They don't get their day. They don't get their say. They don't get. They don't get any consideration whatsoever. Their their religious beliefs, uh, sincerely held, are not even considered. Let alone, uh, you know, uh, even the, like the the word sincere. I think a lot of companies in the secular world and the, uh, in the, uh, the the sort of the civilian world have really taken to task that word sincere. The members in the military, they don't even get that far. Like they're not even getting to that stage. It's just a rubber stamp. I, I have to believe this is going to really upset a lot of people. I, I hope it does because it confirms the fear that we've had and what my clients have been seeing from the beginning. But but the other piece of this, too, that goes back to that paragraph you're talking about in the memo is keep in mind, on August 11th of this year, the CDC came out and said, hey, essentially, they issued new guidance that said we can treat vaccinated and unvaccinated the same for community transmission rates, for disease transmission, we can treat vaccinated and unvaccinated the same. Why that's critical and why that's so important is all along up until that point, the military had been saying, well, we're just going to follow CDC guidance. Whatever it is, that's the science. We're going to follow CDC guidance. That change in CDC guidance comes out and the military hasn't changed anything. And you're right. On September 2nd, they're still issuing this memo that says the priority is getting shots in arms regardless of anything else. That's the priority. Wow. We're up against a hard break here. We're talking with R. Davis Yance from YanceLaw.com about this uh, whistleblower document, provided document from the Department of Defense. And uh, so I don't want to get too deep in here, but uh, there, I am, my mind is blown by this in, in many ways just because of how many thousands of service members have been shown the door because of this. So my big question on the other side of the break is going to be, all right, so what happens now? What happens next? Does this actually make a difference, or will the military find some way to uh, to wiggle out of this? The other thing I want to bring up is going to be the sex abuse numbers that came out just this week. All of that and more with R. Davis Yance on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
Hi, this is Father Stephen Imperato. Join us in Boston for the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th. Men, we will gather outside the Planned Parenthood to begin the march, and then we're going to meet everyone else for a 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about constitutional personhood for the pre-born and where we need to go from here. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Again, details, mensmarch.com. Join us and spread the word. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Your only daughter met a fine young man who was a committed Mormon. She now wants to join his church. What's your answer? Well, here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, a reason for no. Doctrinal positions such as the deity of Jesus and the Trinity. Your reason for yes. You deem seemingly moral character as superseding biblical truth. Secondly, orthodoxy. Your answer is probably no. But how and why? Your resistance to Mormon doctrine does not just come straight down from the Bible. It comes from the first five centuries of brilliant theologians, bishops, and popes. These Catholics wrote, debated, and fought for truth. Example, in 250 A.D., 311, and 417, three different popes excommunicated three different heretics, Sibelius, Arius, and Pelagius. They denied the Trinity, the eternal deity of Jesus, or taught that human effort warranted salvation. Would your pastor excommunicate a heretic? Well, unfortunately, your pastor can only remove someone from his local congregation. But that's okay. That guy will probably end up being welcomed in a church down the street. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Uh, praise be to God. R. Davis Yance is our guest. He's an attorney. Uh, he represents uh, clients who serve in the military, fighting for their religious liberty. And his website is yauntslaw.com. Welcome back to the show, R. Davis Yance. We're grateful for your time again. Um, so, my, okay, let's go. What, what happens next? You got this document. Whistleblower provided this. Praise be to God. Will anything come of this? Is this actually going to move the needle for all of these service members who want to serve our country but are being forced to do something against their conscience? I hope so, and I think it can make a difference in in two ways. First, it's going to have an impact on the ongoing federal litigation. This is more proof that the attorneys involved in those cases needed to demonstrate that the military has failed to follow the law. So now you have the DOD's own watchdog jumping in on this, pushing this issue. So this will be useful for cross-examination, for depositions, for pushing back on those that try to say, hey, we did this. Uh, we did what we were supposed to do. We individualized. We did the individual reviews. The other piece is when I go into an administrative separation board with my clients on an individual level and we're pushing back about on this, we can provide this document to say, look, my client has a sincere religious belief. All they're asking is that the DOD do follow the law, follow the Constitution. So I think mili- individual military members, commanders, and these military leaders that sit on these panels when we present these cases, I think this is going to be very impactful for them. I think they're going to be deeply troubled by it because they're going to say, I'm not going to kick someone out if we have proof the military is not following the law. So I am I'm very optimistic this is going to have a huge impact. Mr. Yance, you know, you mentioned that uh, the the DOD sat on this memo for months. So this was uh, something that came out in June, September. It was released. Um, you know, in that time, probably some service members had to go through the ringer and actually, you know, were were forced to to comply with these these regulations. Do they have any sort of case now to go back and say, look, we got strong armed into doing this? Do, are any of those things going to be uh, redone, retrialed? What do you think? 
I don't, I don't know that we'll necessarily get them to, to say, hey, we're going to redo the board. But this is the kind of information that helps with when a military member, for example, goes to the Board of Corrections for Military Records and tries to get benefits and rights reinstated or get their discharge upgraded. Mm. Remember, we're talking about guys that, that aren't getting an honorable discharge, combat yeah. veterans who have no other no other blemishes on their records are kicked out with a less than honorable discharge over this. So I do think this kind of information and as more comes out in federal litigation and from FOIA requests, we'll be able to push back and hopefully get some relief for military members because of it. Do, will there be, could, uh, could a member who's been uh, discharged under other than honorable, uh, could they get some financial uh Renew, uh, you know, benefit out of this? Could they sue the federal government for some relief for for what's happened to them? So they, it's really hard for a military member to sue the federal government. The federal government gives itself sovereign immunity when it comes to the military. But there are some some changes in the case law that are coming. So some of that may come through legislation. There's hope that Congress will continue to support legislation that would make military members whole. But under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. There is a way to hold individual government actors individually financially responsible. So part of the push will be to get military members made whole. So there is hope. And again, bad faith is key under the Religious Freedom Restoration Act. So proof like this DOD memo that, that there's apparent bad faith is very helpful. Do you see a class action lawsuit in that in that regard? Absolutely. That's what we see going on. And, and again, there's an, injun an injunction in place that protects everyone in the Air Force, Marine Corps, and the Navy that have filed a religious accommodation request. We're hoping to get one for the Army and the Coast Guard as well. So that, that will help. But again, three months have gone by where some of my clients and others have been kicked out or put pushed to the very brink uh, while this was set on and this was hidden um, from the American public. Hmm. Let me uh, let me change subjects now. We're going to keep our uh, keep uh, an eye on that. I really hope and pray that there is uh, justice for our men and women who serve our country, uh, who are being forced into this situation. It seems insane to me. But let me just ask you a clarifying question before I move on to the next story. Um, can you just we talked about this? I think the first time we had you on. Could you just remind us what does it take for someone to prove to the federal government? Uh, that they actually have uh, a religious conviction that would say, "I can't. I don't want to take the the uh, vaccine because of its uh, its use uh, with aborted fetal tissue in research and or development. I can't do that as a good as a good Christian. Like, what is the standard it, that's required to prove to the government that they actually have a religious exemption here?" So. DOD instructions. The law makes it clear that the default position is if if you assert a religious belief, really the default position is we're going to believe that. The military doesn't engage in a religious test, and there's a process for it. There's a process where every military member that's asking for an accommodation sits down with a chaplain, and that chaplain asks questions and then writes up a finding that whether or not that belief is sincere. And it doesn't matter what the belief is, if it's sincere and consistent with the life that that individual leads, that's there. So the process is is fairly simple. It's fairly straightforward, and chaplains are involved. So with very rare exceptions, with a few outlier chaplains, everyone I know that's submitted a religious accommodation request, the chaplain has looked at it and said, yes, this is sincere. 
And we talked about this early on. There were efforts, especially by the Coast Guard, to manipulate people into making political comments so it wouldn't seem like religious faith and they could deny it on that basis. But we were able to get that out. You helped with that. Your show helped get that information out. Coast Guard had to change its process. But again, that's not really the issue. These are all beliefs that are sincere and chaplains are finding that. that that's consistent across the board. Yeah, amen. I want to ask you about another story. I saw this this week about uh, uh, sexual assault cases up in the military. Um, I, 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 having served in the Marine Corps, I remember actually receiving briefings, uh, being in large groups of briefings, to talk about this issue in the Marine Corps was a big problem. Uh, you know, spousal abuse was bad. Sexual assault cases were bad. I don't remember the stats in those days. This was in the 90s. But uh, nonetheless, I, I found it uh, shocking even then. <laughs> and I was a little pagan heathen in, in those days. Uh, so today I saw, or just yesterday, I think I saw this report, like 35,000 cases over the past year, year and a half or something like that in the, in the military. The worst offender, surprisingly to me, was uh, the Army. And uh, the least was the Marine Corps, maybe just because based on size, Marine Corps being the smallest of those. But uh, 13% increase, uh, I think, was the was the number in the last year, year and a half of sexual assault cases in the military. Is this, uh, I mean, to me, that seems very, rather shocking and crazy, but maybe you can give us some greater insight. Yeah, I, I think the numbers themselves, like any other statistics, we have to be careful how far we go. I, I do think there's a consistent move to broaden the definitions of what falls into a sexual assault. So we have to be careful. Um, there are situations I've defended military members who are on trial for sexual assault because they gave someone a, a pat on the butt that was the equivalent of a good game pat, right? Like male on male sexual assault. I tried a case like that at, at Fort Riley, believe it or not, but that was defined as a sexual assault. So some of this is a, a definition issue because it relates to funding. But I mean, to be controversial, I'll be controversial because of my faith. Listen, part of this is a foundational sin problem that the military is not addressing. In the military, a, a, a conservative Orthodox Catholic chaplain or a conservative orthodox protestant chaplain they're not welcome anymore i mean chaplains are discouraged from praying in jesus name and so we have a moral problem in our military that has not changed but we're not even addressing the sin problem anymore and our policies in the military are drifting away from any sort of moral truth moral foundation into relativism into hedonism into humanism all of those things so that's controversial to say but what would we expect what would we expect if we're not acknowledging sin as sin? There's no biblical foundation. If there's no core truth anymore, what do we expect is going to happen on our military? Yeah, I remember as a, as a young kid joining the Marine Corps, just kind of shocked at the culture. You know, I had this idealistic uh, vision of what uh, service in the Marine Corps would be like. It'd be, uh, you know, noble and, and courageous and, and uh, you know, sharp. And, and But then you get there, and most of my friends were in Alcoholic Anonymous before they were even 21. Uh, you know, the access to uh, to alcohol, let alone drugs and and other very uh, <laughs> other sins that we would pursue, myself to include in that, uh, it becomes a, 
an otherness that you don't expect when you're an idealistic young man or I would suppose a young lady who wants to serve your country. And I fear I would not allow my, my daughters, let alone want my sons, to just go uh, free willy-nilly into something that they may not be ready for. I feel like you almost have to be a saint to, uh, to thrive in those environments because the lambs tend to get slaughtered. Is, how do you see it? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that the parents that want to encourage their, their children to go into the military need to be very, very cautious. I mean, military dorm rooms are, are no different than a college dorm room in many, many respects. When you look at these young kids, we're taking away from their family structure. So if they don't have sound faith, if they don't have that foundation, the military is not going to fix that. There's absolutely a, you know, a work hard, play hard mentality in the military. And again, divorce from moral foundations, you have co-ed barracks, co-ed dorm rooms in the military, you have young men and young women stationed together in remote locations, and, and alcohol is everywhere, and access to drugs is easy on military installations. So there is a cultural problem, and we're not making it better by restricting chaplains and, and limiting um, the ability to, to speak the truth to military members. Do you see that being able to be turned around? I mean, I, I feel like you would almost need a complete leadership change at the Department of Defense, let alone each command, in order to recreate that culture. But do you see it as possible? I mean, I, I hope that it is. Again, we've seen a purge of strong Christians, men and women of faith, over the vaccine mandate. So this has not helped. We've seen um, cultural change in the military, more woke policies. The military will pay for transgender surgeries. So there's a sort of a recruitment incentive for people that I would consider sexually deviant, sexually outside of the norm in the military. So then we see these numbers. I just I don't think we should be surprised by it. So we need revival. We need hearts and minds changed. We need a resurgence of good chaplains that are willing to take a stand and a lot of prayer for it. Do you represent any chaplains? I'm just curious. I do. I represent several chaplains, some on the vaccine mandate. I represent other chaplains that have dealt with issues of discrimination because they refuse to, for example, do a Hindu prayer um, or in, do a same-sex marriage. And they were discriminated against because of that. Wow. So that's a real problem in the military for chaplains as well. Amen. R. Davis Yance, God bless you. We're grateful for your time and uh, always enjoy talking to you, getting caught up. Check, his, uh, check him out on his website. Yauntslaw.com. That's Yauntslaw.com. God bless you, R. Davis. Have a great day. That's going to do it for hour number one. If you can join us at 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern for our second hour. It's Sherathon Week, so it's a special week. Support your local Catholic radio station. We'll see you then. Hi, this is Sister Dee Byrne. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 11.30 a.m. for the march. Everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about the urgent need to be actively pro-life and pro-eternal life. For more information, go to themensmarch.com and please spread the word. Hello, this is Steve Gleason with your one-minute tool for Catholic evangelism. Here's the question for your non-Catholic friend. Can you really say you know what praying the rosary is all about? So here's your three best friendship tools for Catholic evangelism. Number one, listen to the who's who of the rosary. We have the Blessed Trinity. We have the Angel Gabriel. We have the Virgin Mary. We have John the Baptist. And we have Elizabeth. So how's that for a cast of sacred ones? Secondly, reflection. While saying the rosary, we reflect on 20 primary and sacred moments that occur in the lives of the Holy Family. 
And thirdly, the rosary dynamics. Here's how you involve this cast of holy ones in praying the rosary. You first invoke the three persons of the Blessed Trinity. Then, on to praying the Apostles' Creed. Then you will pray in Our Father. Then you will recite the angel Gabriel's words to Mary. Then you'll recite what Mary said to Elizabeth. And then you will relive John the Baptist being filled with the Holy Spirit in the womb. Then you will ask for Mary's assistance in your life. And I'm so glad to say none of that is idolatry. Hi, this is Carrie Beatley. Come participate in the next National Men's March to Abolish Abortion and Rally for Personhood on Saturday, October 15th in Boston. Men, gather outside of the Planned Parenthood on Commonwealth at 1130 for the march. And everyone else, show up at the 2 p.m. rally outside of the State House, where I'll be speaking about how America's abortion king pushed the lie of abortion on the American people. For more information, go to themensmarch.com. Are you on the CDT Insider email list? Hi, Joe McLean here. And every week I send you cool stuff straight to your inbox, goodies that you're not going to want to miss. Go to grnonline.com forward slash CDT and get signed up today. KSHJ. Houston. Welcome to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network. It's for your soul. Fall share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one-time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for you and a guest with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And welcome to Get Her Done Thursday here in the Fall Sherathon, Guadalupe Radio Network. It's for your soul, and uh, we have had two successful days so far. We're pretty much on track. And on to day number three, I'm Dave Palmer, along with Toya Hall. Good morning, Toya. Good morning, Dave. And yes, it is Get Her Done Thursday, and I'm so thankful. I think everybody in the GRN gets up on the third morning going, and one more day, just one more day. <laughs> <laughs> they're long days, right? Very yeah. long days and long hours, yeah, right? As I look back, they're, they're a lot of fun. The share I enjoy. But, uh, yeah, when you're in it, you know, there's a lot of intensity. And I, I think the people, all the listeners feel it as well because everybody wants us to be successful so we can keep the stations on the air. So, all right, so we have got 12 hours today. We're going to start the first hour here. Well, we already have, but uh, we always like to start with prayer and then we'll let you know what's going on this morning and how you can help us hit this first goal. So uh, let All us ademos. Right. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe Radio Network through the generosity of your listeners. 
We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day, dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary. We pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts. You know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all of this in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen, Dave. Amen. All right, so let's get started, and we'll start by telling you what is going on this hour. Uh, We have a matching gift hour. You know, we have had some, you know, hours that are higher than this. So this is a very doable $8,900 and we have a sponsor, DW Electric, in South and Central Texas, and also uh, the the wonderful people who came to the Summer Speaker Series event on July 21st. We keep talking about them because they were very generous and were offering up some of the funds that were uh, given that night. And we told them, hey, just listen in on the Fall Sherathon because we're going to ask the listeners to double your donation. Uh, so $8,900 is what we're going to try to turn into uh, seventeen. 1,800, or I, I, I didn't bring my advocates in this morning. 800-476-3311. And it uh, looks like there may be one call already. Did you see that? Uh, there is not. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to burst your bubble, Dave. <laughs> no, no, that didn't burst my bubble. So, um, there, there's one stuck stopped. in the system from oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, at least it's Sorry a name up that. there. It looks nice. And Yes, it does. It gives you hope, right, and, that and, we have a call. Yeah, and, you know, we always, uh, every every day of the share the the call center is in a different market. And today, Thursday, is the, the DFW day to have volunteers. It's It just changes the whole dynamic of the office. You know how it goes, Toya, where you have the volunteers here with us, and they're being trained. Very there's, lively. There's a couple of them that have never done this before, and so they're waiting for literally their first call ever, and uh, they get very excited, and they, they they just love to be with each other. So thanks to all the folks who are, are here at the uh, the Irving Texas Call Center uh, in the in North Texas office answering calls today. 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, first two days, uh, Geraldine and Dave uh, Kaminsky were our first donors of the entire uh, Sherathon. And then yesterday, it was anonymous in Richardson, Texas. And so who will be the first caller today? So two Dallas area callers in a row? Yeah, the first two Yeah, first two days have been... Oh, man, yeah, the challenge is on. Yeah, the rest 800-476-3311. of the market. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Real often, it's uh, a caller from D.C. And I think that's because they've been up an hour before <laughs> we have, and they've had their second cup of coffee, and they're... And they're ready to raring to go at 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And uh, let's start out with talking about one of the gifts today that we're giving away, Dave. And that is um, 
a wonderful interview that was done by Sean Rice, our GM in South and Central Texas, and Monsignor Charles Pope. And, boy, it's right up there with some of my favorite interviews that were ever done. It is so good, Dave. I've listened to it three or four times. Probably will some more because in Monsignor Pope's wisdom is amazing. And the way that, that he and Sean talked together, which is like they were having a conversation. Yeah. But there was these great nuggets of wisdom that, you know, Monsignor Pope would throw in there. And, and you and I just took lots and lots of notes. And, you know, he's talking about it's for for your soul, and that's the theme of this charathon. It's all the things good for our soul because we do so much, as he pointed out, for our body. I mean, oh my gosh, we dye it, we clip it, we tuck it, we make up it, we we do all kinds of things. There, the our body is our focus. We we buy gym memberships and do lots of things, but we ignore our soul. And so that's what he's talking about. And you're really gonna like this. And a donation of any size, it'll be in your inbox tonight. Yeah, it, it, it's really good. I, I took four pages of notes. I have it right here in my hand. And, uh, you know, I, I teach the, the, the class, the Summa Theologia, to high school students. In fact, the class begins today. And as I was listening to it, I mean, this was like class prep. I mean, because uh, Monsignor Pope is clearly a Thomist, and he loves uh, he loves philosophy. But he's, he's, he explains it in that, that down-home kind of folksy way where, you know, stinking thinking. And, you know, he says things that are, are not, did not come directly out of the sumo i'm pretty certain <laughs> i don't think aquinas ever talked about stinking thinking our twinkies uh, uh, yeah twinkies <laughs> uh but you know he talked about the the spark of divinity that we have in us and when you think of a spark you know it's just a little tiny thing and it can either end up in a and he didn't say this i'm kind of uh, giving my own interpretation but it can even turn into a big blaze where you're just uh, on fire for god like the the seraphim angels or else it can go out you know and so we have that choice whether we've got that spark of divinity in us whether what we do with it is our choice. 800-476-3311. All right, two people on the line now. Uh, John and Mike are taking calls. And, uh, again, thanks to these wonderful volunteers for coming in. $8,900, all match, dollar for dollar, this hour. So please, uh, you know what I'm going to say. Ten calls. Okay. okay. Yeah. Ten calls. I'm there with you, Dave. Yeah. I mean, yesterday you reminded me to talk about the uh, the Fatima donation, and dear Bridget in Midland called in within, I think, ten minutes after we started talking about it. So that, that was awesome. Yeah. You know, getting up to ten calls is so hard, all the, all at the same time. But calls came in pretty quickly this morning, so maybe, just maybe, we can get up to, and that means ten calls being taken at one moment and but they that means they got to come in pretty fast and all the volunteers will be taking calls and then some of the members of the the staff will will, will jump on the phone as well uh ted in san antonio is our first caller okay san, san antonio, antonio is on, is the, on board. the board yes san anthony of padua parish uh in honor of his father awesome oh, thank you ted uh so i will remember i promise you tomorrow morning uh toya when we're on this hour i'm going to say remember ted from san antonio the first caller right. is just really awesome hundred dollars so so thank you, Ted. You got us started. All right. And then to finish talking about some more of the gifts that we're, we're doing is for a dollar a day, $30 a month. We are giving away, we'll be doing the drawing in the morning, an Apple smartwatch. Really, it's like having a computer on your wrist. You know, it even <laughs> monitors your heart rate, and it, they're quite fascinating, this technology. So if you would think you'd like to have an Apple smartwatch, do a dollar a day, $30 a month, and your name's going to go in that drawing. 
One more time, 800-476-3311. That's the number to call and make your pledges important. As Dave was talking about, Monsignor Pope was talking about stinking thinking. He's talking about all the, the stuff that's out there in the news and things like that. But you know what, Dave? We are living in such an information age. And just because something says it's Catholic, it may not be so. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's not the absolute litmus test. It's like when I see a bumper sticker that says, uh, I'm Catholic and I vote. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I don't know if you really told me much there, but right. uh, typically that's a good thing. You know, that means typically right. that, hey, I'm, I take my faith seriously and I vote, you know, but uh, it's not always the case. But, uh, yeah, there's so much stinking thinking. I don't know if you saw Boy, the clips. That nailed it. Uh, yeah, uh, Lila Rose was on Dr. Phil the other day. Did you, did you see any of those clips? No, I did not. And they're talking about the beginning of life, and she said 96% of all, you know, scientists agree that life begins at conception, and then she, she turns it to him and says, you know, what, when, Dr. Phil, when do you think life begins? And you know what he said? He, he said, I'm scared uh, to ask. <laughs> He said, uh, he said, it doesn't matter what I think, when I think life begins. You know, it's like he, like he doesn't have an opinion on it, so it doesn't matter. But, he, uh, he, but he said that the scientists don't agree, and so it's just that total relativism nonsense. And, and that's you doing, Dr. Phil? <laughs> well, that's how he talks, you know, he's a, he's a southern guy. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that, that was, that was very that good, was, in fact, <laughs> what I was going to tell you. I picked up on that right away, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody did. Uh, 800 But that's some stinking thinking, isn't it? Right. It's, it's exactly what uh, Monsignor is talking about. Although he didn't name names, you know, like I did. But uh, yeah, the stinking <laughs> thinking is out there. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. But it also highlights, I mean, Lila presents herself so well. And she's beautiful. She's eloquent. She's, you know, she's keeps her calm. And, and that's what I think. And, and I, I, I'm, I'm sure she listens to Catholic Radio. But people who listen to Catholic Radio begin to have confidence in the truth and we're able not and we're able to uh, explain it well calmly uh, like she's able to do and and it, it helps you know we, we start to change minds and hearts 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 just one person on the line we've only thanked one person so far we're going to probably have to have 25 or 30 calls to hit this goal this hour 800-476-3311 hey can i uh can i mention uh toya that the appreciation gift today is an Apple smartwatch, Deacon right. Larry, and uh, which you already talked about. You said it's like having right. a computer on your on your wrist, right? Right. But I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get finished. You know, I didn't talk about the, the NFP. I didn't talk about who donated that. We were off on stinking thinking. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, so please talk about those things, Dave. Yeah, De- Deacon Larry and Tammy Sandoval from the Diocese of Fort Worth are the ones that uh, paid for this. And uh, great people. They've been around since day one uh, as far as supporting and being involved. In fact, I, I, I bet you Deacon Larry was one of my fir- very first interviews. Uh, really wonderful people uh, <clears throat> in the Diocese of Dow- uh, Fort Worth from over at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton and Keller. And so anyway, so that's the... That's the guardian angel level, and that's what you get. Uh, in addition, did, did we talk about the NFP at all yet? No, we haven't oh, okay. even mentioned it. All right. Well, you want me to mention it? <laughs> all right. There's, <laughs> uh, it, they, there, there's a wonderful, uh, I guess, a compilation of, of Catholic artists uh, called The Visual Project, 
And uh, they just happen to have a, a CD called True Presence. And the songs are focused on the Eucharist, you know, during this, uh, the, the time that the, the, the country and all of the, the, the parishes are asked to really emphasize the Eucharist. Uh, and so it's, it's beautiful music. We've been highlighting it the last couple of days. And the NFP is Never Forget Plan. And if you put that $30 a month or 361 time on a credit card, a bank draft, something that's quick and easy, you don't even have to think about it, we'll send you a download of these songs by the Vigil Project. Okay, so that's just an extra, no extra money. Uh, if you do 100 a month or $125 a month or 30 a month, uh, 361 time, you're going to get that. So uh, as an extra thank you. 800-476-3311. And then the one that we have to have a, a whole bunch of this hour is, or several at least, <laughs> is the Archangel. Right. And uh, boy, anytime an Archangel donation comes through, it just, you know, it really, really excites us. It's $125 a month or uh, uh, $1,500 one time, or you can, you can increase it if you like. And you get into a drawing, uh, a pilgrimage of choice with you and a guest anywhere that Select International Tours goes. That's a Catholic pilgrimage, and you have a year to, to go on the pilgrimage. 1-800-476-3311 Dave, you know, right now we we the phone lines are open. Let me put it that way. So that means that there's plenty of opportunity for you to make a call. I think the most that calls we've had at one time is 5, maybe 6. So let's get busy this morning. It's a Thursday morning. Dave calls it get her, get her done. I, I think that's all one word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the yeah. way you say it. Well, actually, the whole done. thing. Get her done Thursday. It's just, get her done it's, Thursday. It's, it's, all, it's, the whole thing. it's all one word. Okay. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And, uh, Dave was talking about the Archangel level, which is, the uh, person who gets their name in the drawing for the pilgrimage of choice with Select International Tours. And it's a $1,500 one time or $125 a month. You can pay it out. Uh, and you might be the winner of a pilgrimage that you can choose. And you've got a whole year to choose where you want to go. Things have opened up dramatically. Uh, so as I was looking at some of these places, oh my gosh, you can go, which Dave and I have both done, the Danube River Cruise. And uh, you can do that. The Holy Land, Italy, Ireland, France, uh, Fatima, Lourdes, Germany, Greece, Mexico, the Shrine of Our Lady of Guadalupe, Canada, Poland. I mean, on and on it goes. There's so many, so many opportunities. And so the number to call to get your name in that drawing is 800 800- Four seven six thirty three eleven or grnonline.com. You can call that number, grnonline.com. That number. No, you can go to that website, 800-476-3311. I definitely have Thursday share brain. brain. <laughs> uh, Paul in Tallahassee is the second call. Wow. Uh, Good Shepherd in Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, Florida. I love the panhandle of Florida. I just love the entire state of Florida, everything about it. Uh, please pray for the following. For all marriages, especially for Bill and Ann, who seem... Uh, so our, uh, for their marriage. And so, Bill and Ann, we are praying for your marriage. And, uh, Paul, thank you very much. Great to hear from you there in uh, Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, 800-476-3311. Our volunteer, Sonia, is taking a call right now. And, uh, yeah, five or six calls at the same time. That's the most, not only just when we're on the air, but any team this entire week so far. And we have got to blow that out of the water. We've got to get 
eight, nine, ten calls all at the same time. If you're listening right now and you haven't donated yet this week, and you can do anything just to keep your station on the air, call us right now, 800-476-3311. And uh, so we talked about the, you know, any donation, any size gets the downloadable interview, Sean Rice and Monsignor Pope. We talked about the Guardian Angel level, uh, have a chance to win that Apple Watch, strap that computer onto your wrist, uh, the NFP gift, the Archangel gift, and then, you remember yesterday at this time, Toya, we were talking about how, gosh, we haven't had many seraphims. Right. Uh, yesterday there were two. Uh, there was one during the 11 o'clock hour, uh, from Houston, and then there was one during the, uh, six o'clock hour from, uh, Alabama. Uh, yeah, last night. And then Marty got busy, and, and he got uh, a friend of his, a doctor, to donate $5,000 for you guys last night. Yeah, gosh, I appreciate really nice that. Of it. I appreciate when Marty does that. And I, 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 I wonder, wouldn't? does Marty have another friend? <laughs> uh, that, that is very, very kind. Marty, call all your friends. And uh, no, that's awesome. I, I didn't know the backstory about that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so we had the $5,000, uh, uh, donation, uh, Seraphim that came in. We needed it very badly. And, uh, boy, that was awesome. So it helped us in our final hour, uh, last night. 800 476 3311 one one 1-800-476-3311. Uh, Sonia taking a call, and I know we've got four or five volunteers that are just like, come on. Uh, some of them haven't had their first call yet. Uh, we've got a, a wonderful lady named Carolyn who came in, uh, she, and she's very conscientious, and she's you know really wants to do it well, hasn't had a call yet. So somebody call and, and give Carolyn a call uh, and a, a chance to, to process a donation. 800-476-3311-8747 to go. Uh, and we have only, uh, let's see, 41 minutes until the top of the hour. So we really got to get going here. 1-800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. What does Catholic Radio mean to you? Because Catholic Radio is brought to you by you. And, you know, Dave, I think that the, the people who give to the Guadalupe Radio Network, who are listeners, who are all in. I was sharing yesterday that they really have a heart for evangelization. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't put it that way. But the closer we get and the more we get to know Christ, especially in the Eucharist, right? And the more we receive him and the more graces we receive, the more we want others to know that same grace, that same feeling, you know, because it's there to help us on this journey on earth. And I think that uh, the the donors to the Guadalupe Radio Network have great hearts for saving souls like we do. Yeah, it's like, like God, you know, in his goodness, just wants to pour himself out for, for everybody. And then when we, we get that grace, like you're saying, Toya, we want to share it with others because it's not charity to hold on to something. You know, if you had the, the greatest secret or the cure to cancer or, you know, a, a, a whole lot of money or some other blessing. Uh, the uh, you know you you want to give it to others. Well, wow. 800-476-3311. I want to thank uh, Felipe Ayala uh, from Fruta Twenty Juice Bar. He has provided breakfast for the volunteers this morning. He's actually a volunteer uh, for the Spanish Radiothon, and he provided a meal. And Martin, our Spanish general manager, said, I bet you he'd be very happy to do it for the English uh, Sherathon as well. So here he is, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311 is the phone number. Only one person on, on the line, $8,747 to go. 
Okay, caller number two. Here's the number. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Make your call, your pledge of support. Don't wait. Think, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, call in now. And if you are in the drive through line right now and you're getting ready to get your breakfast burger and your <laughs> breakfast coffee... Take a moment and instead of like getting like the biggie size, just order the regular size and say, you know what? I'm going to do this for a year and I'm going to send that dollar difference into the Guadalupe radio network and it'll be a dollar a day. And that's sacrificial giving without a whole lot of suffering, right? Yeah. I remember I saw, I heard, uh, when Josh and Sammy were on, uh, two days ago or yesterday, Josh said that if they hit the, they hit that particular goal, he was going to fast the next day. Well, of course, and he says, you know, I love to eat, and, you know, it's, it's a sacrifice. Of course, fasting is a sacrifice for anybody. But when you fast, you also save money because <laughs> you're not spending money on food. <laughs> and so if you fast and, you know, you're not getting that uh, coffee or the, the, the burger or the breakfast burrito or what have you, uh, take some of those funds and then, uh, you know, give it to uh, Guadalupe Radio. And so that that would be a great blessing. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. One one is the phone number, and uh, let's see. We're about to thank somebody, and it is anonymous in McKinney, nine ten a.m. listener at the Angel level, and uh, I'm not sure how much they donated, but they're the third caller. So now we've heard from San Antonio, we've heard uh, from Florida, and we've heard from uh, North Texas, and so everybody else. Uh, let's hear from you. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven is the phone number to call. Nobody's on the line right now. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Let let's really grab our phones. Let's call. You know, for Dave, for years Dave's had to hear me say this, but I still believe it's true. When you have an, do an act of charity and you do it with joy and love, you get the warm fuzzies. You just feel good about what you're doing. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. I'm, I'm doing that, Dave, for people like me who need a little more time to write down the phone number. <laughs> Our GRNonline.com, that's the number to call. 800-476-3311. Catholic Radio, um, you know... It really is a huge leap of faith to think, okay, we'll, we'll figure out a way to buy the radio stations. And then Lord in his divine providence will move the hearts of many people to call in and make a pledge of support. And that's the way that I think Mother Angelica set it up. And that's the way we've been doing it for, oh my gosh, 20, 26 years, I think. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Three three one one eight thousand six hundred and forty five dollars to raise, but we can't do it without you, Guadalupe family. You're the reason these stations stay on the air, and we simply cannot do it without you. You know, uh, Dave Sammy Rodriguez, the president of the GRN, he says something that always really resonates me when he says it. He said, "Come on, you need to give because we don't want to leave anybody behind." Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that really is what we're talking about, sharing our faith with somebody else. And uh, very often in our family, we can't do that number one request where we say, uh, you know, we tell somebody in our family about the faith. We can do it 
gently, but one of the great things to do is just to say, listen to Catholic Radio. Listen to the GRN. I shouldn't just say, listen to Catholic Radio, because, like I said, there's some things out that say they're Catholic, not so Catholic. 800-476-3311. So listen to the GRN. EWTN provides great programming. You just got through listening to uh, one of our... It's still a pretty new show, CDT, Catholic Drive Time. Mm-hmm. And those guys do a great job of energizing, getting you up and going and ready for the hour. And, and, uh, they play, uh, do you, do you hear the trivia game they play, Dave? Oh, yeah, Fear and Trembling. Every, yes, uh, Fear and Trembling. Yeah. And, and I, I, I typically listen more to the six o'clock hour because by seven o'clock, I'm very, very much into the, the, the leaving the house and, you know, uh, mode and, uh, you know, just uh, taking care of Patrick and all that. But, uh, I love the, the, the guest on the six o'clock hour. I love, uh, just kept getting the news of the day from a very, very Catholic perspective or early on. Uh, the, the, the chemistry between Rudy and, 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 and Joe and Adrian, it's, 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 yeah, I'm a, I'm a every morning, uh, uh, uh listener of, of Catholic Drive Time. 800-476-3311. Okay, there's one person on the line now. We've gotten off to kind of a slow start. And so I want to just ask everybody who's listening now, uh, I know you, you, I don't know who's listening, but I know you're out there. Uh, and you're listening and please just, uh, make the decision to call now. Friday will take care of itself. Don't wait until tomorrow. Call now. This afternoon, hey, it'll be all right. Right now, if you're listening, this is your moment. 800-476-3311. We're 27 minutes into this hour and, uh, still have, uh, $8,645 to raise all matching money dollar for dollar. 86 $645 to go. And you know what we need really, really, really badly? Three reallys there. We need a, a pilgrimage. We need an archangel donation, $1,500. Those are what energize the hours. And uh, somebody's saying, you know what? Okay, it's been a little slow. I'm, I'm all in. I'm going to I'm gonna give you something big here. 800-476-3311. I'll get you a fascinating fact, and we'll be off and running on our way. And you know, things can turn around so quickly. You know, if, if, if two or three people would call in with Archangel donations right now, Toya, uh, you know, we, we'd be so close to hitting this goal. But uh, we've, we've got to get those calls to come in. 800-476-3311. We... Well, I was going to say we did have one caller, but uh, that dropped off the line. Dave. Oh no! Now, now it's here. Now it's here. Uh, do you see anonymous flower, flower mound? Well, I said we had one caller. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so we, we now we have none calls. <laughs> now we got no no calls. Back to back to <laughs> but nobody. But we do have good news. Yes, this is uh, this is an archangel donation. Exactly what we needed. Uh, anonymous flower mound, Texas is so awesome. It's a, it's a very beautiful. Uh, city. Uh, this is where St. Philip the Apostle Parish is. They are a tithing parish. They they donate to us. And uh, here is anonymous $1,500 uh, that goes towards uh, Catholic Radio. And so thank you very much, Anonymous. And this is our first Archangel donation of uh, the, the day and of this hour for sure as well. 800-476-3311 800-476-3311 I'm going to dig up a fascinating fact. We're going to listen to a little music by the Vigil Project, right, Diane? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. I think I think this is the Vigil Project. Uh, all right. We'll be back. Thanks for your generosity. We'll be back with more of the 2022. It's for your soul. Fall Sherathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Right after this. 
Not knowing how I got to where I started I dare to step foot upon the way And though a few words have come to mind I learn more than I could ever say Proud man's mind and a young man's legs I said, let's walk from the dawn till the setting sun Suspiciously ambitious was this desire in me For this road was not meant to just get done Give me food for today's journey Just enough will be just fine And slowly I will keep on walking By your way and in your time With more than I needed on my back Not measured only in pounds The things I carry to comfort my weariness Were the same things that were weighing me down Some days the sun was only shining Days the rain just fell Some days I knew just where I was going Some days it was just so hard to tell Give me food for today's journey Just enough will be just fine And slowly I will keep on walking By your way and in your time My destination I look to the horizon Then set my eyes On the ground at my feet I prayed when the mountains Howling at the hardest part But to rise from my bed When I wanted to sleep Give me food for today's journey Just enough will be just fine And slowly I will keep on walking 
To the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network, it's For Your Soul Fall Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1 800 476 3311. All right, welcome back. Hour one of day three of the Fall Sherathon. It's For Your Soul. Dave Palmer, Toya Hall here with you this morning. And uh, 26 minutes is all we have until the top of the hour. And uh, I will be perfectly, perfectly honest with you. We are in a, a bind right now. Uh, we've only been able to thank four people so far this hour, and we still have $7,145 to raise. Nobody on the line. And that's not a good position to be in, is it, Toya? It is not, Dave. That is not a good place to be. Uh, I was... Yeah, I was looking at that and going only four people, $7,145 to raise. But you know what? The Guadalupe family is going to do it. And Dave, we're going to take a minute and put the rest of this hour in the hands of our Blessed Mother. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection implored thy help or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired, inspired by this confidence, confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin, Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother, the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The number to call, family, is 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. We need your pledge of support because we need to raise in 24 <clears throat> minutes $7,145. Now, this is doable if we all chip in and do what we can. But, Dave, I think we're going to need three archangels, you know, to hit this 7000 uh, at least, but it, dollar a day, $30 a month, $100 one time, $10 a month, whatever you want to do. Family, the Guadalupe Radio Network really needs to stay on the air. It, it is so vitally important in this day and age that we keep this brilliant light of truth flowing through the airwaves. Yeah, and, and that's really what it's all about. I mean, you think about all the options you have on the radio, and uh, you know, people say all the time that when they, they tune into Catholic Radio, it's a, it has a calming effect. 
Uh, I, I I remember uh, our late director of radio operations. He and I, Doug Pearson, and I used to talk, and he he used to say that you know most of the network television, most uh, you know secular radio, uh, especially the news ones, are just cr- trying to keep you in a constant state of titillation, and that's the way he used to put it. You're just just always you know a little disturbed, a little uneasy, a little you know upset about something. You know you're always you know us versus them, and and that's not what Catholic radio is about. Catholic radio is should give you a, a sense of peace, a sense of hope, a sense of, uh, you know, charity to your neighbor. 800-476-3311. All right, two people on the line, Toya. It is happening. It's getting much better. Uh, John, our, our wonderful volunteer, John Bruce, he, he is just uh, an extremely generous man with his time, his talent, his treasure, uh, and very grateful for him. He's taking a call now. 800-476-3311, but still lots of money to raise this hour. Well, we had two, but now we're down to one. So I'm not sure what's happening, Dave. Mm. So let's get busy. 800-476-3311. You hear some urgency in our voice. We only have uh, 22 minutes left in this hour, and we re- need to raise 7145 We've only raised 1755 and uh we are on the air appealing for your help to keep Catholic Radio alive. I mean, literally, we exist from Sherathon to Sherathon. It's it's always been uh, trusting in the Lord that He will provide through the generosity of our listeners. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. All right, here it is, uh, Catherine in Arlington, Texas has uh, donated, uh, oh, look at this, $50 a month. So this is a guardian angel level. She is part of the Perpetual Light Society. I love that, uh, the name of that, Perpetual Light. You know, that just sounds like heaven, you know, a light perpetually. Uh, And that just means that at some point she said, you know what, I'm going to do $50 a month, and I'm just going to keep it going, you know, perpetually. And, of course, any time you have to stop it, you, you just let us know, and we'll be happy to stop it. Uh, but otherwise, it just keeps on going, and you're entered into the you know the drawings, and you get the the benefits. Like for example, Catherine's going to get the the interview that Sean did with Monsignor Pope tonight in her in her email her email box. Uh, so thank you very much. That was so needed. Twenty three fifty five is what we've raised now. Sixty five forty five to go. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. What we need now is an outpouring of generosity. You know, just like that outpouring of love that God showers us with every day. That's how I, I see the world, you know, when I wake up and I see the sunrise and the birds and the, you know, the, the crickets and all the good stuff. I just say, like, God is just pouring himself out to, to, to impress us uh, with his love. And that's what we need. We need a few people right now to... Just uh, do what you can. To show you some love. Show, show us some love. Some yeah. <laughs> uh, but, we have one person on 800-476-3311, Uh I don't know if you've been hearing me talk about the summer. Well, the summer was particularly rough. Every single month ended financially in the red. So along with the heat of the summer, so were the finances in the red. So we need to climb out of that. And um, so your money is going to go to work right away, helping us 
populate heaven. And that's really the bottom line. We just want to save souls for Christ. We want to help people who are in need. Uh, I can't tell you how many times, you know, over these 20-something years, Dave, I've turned on the radio and immediately it was like this Holy Spirit moment where I heard something that I really needed to hear. Yeah, I mean, and, and it's like it was as if the programming was catered just to you at that moment, you know. Yes. I've, 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 I've said the story a number of times about getting the car on a, on a Saturday morning and, you know, rushed out to get to somewhere, and Father John Ricardo was on, and he's like, uh, I tune in the radio, and he's like, Dad... Dads, when, when you leave the house in the morning, do you, do you pray with your family before you leave? <laughs> I was like, oops, nope, I sure didn't. So I called my wife and I said, hey, I, I, we, I forgot to pray before we left. And can you, you know, gather the kids around the phone? And so it was an immediate impact of Catholic radio of reminding me that, hey, I need to pray, you know, in the morning with my kids. Uh, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. All right. Uh, Sammy and John, uh, both taking calls now. Third caller is what we need right now and still waiting for that burst of calls that that flood that toya likes to talk about of calls not a flurry i think we've retired the term flurry okay that is yeah, no longer sounds mm. like pixie dust sounds like <laughs> just a little something something right yeah, but yeah a flood man that's an image where all the phone lines are lit up i love it that came from sean rice and the minute i heard it i'm going yeah it, right now, Dave, we've only had five callers this hour. Yeah. It usually takes around 25 or 30. So we need a flood of calls right I thought, now. I thought, I thought you made up the term flood, but I heard Sean and Richard on yesterday, and Sean said, man, I love that that term flood. And Richard said, yeah, that's because you you thought of it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Sean thought of it. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. 476-3311, 800-476-3311. So we need a game-changing donation that opens the floodgates, right, Dave? Yes. Somebody who says, okay, I'm going to help these guys out. I'm going to put in a big donation uh, so that everybody can see that their donation is going to help us hit this hour. We certainly don't want to start out the first hour of the share without hitting these goals. Yes, and, uh, you know, this is where we, uh, you know, okay, here we go. Uh, Bill, our dear friend Bill in Munster, Texas, $125 one time, uh, listening to 9, 10 a.m. You know, Bill uh, goes way back. I talk about these people that, you know, again, if you call in and you say, hey, first-time caller, you know, never called before, Amen. Love it. You know, we, we love it. But then there are also some people that have been, uh, you know, with us for, you know, 10, 15, sometimes 20 years. And Bill's one of those people <clears throat> from Sacred Heart and Munster. A wonderful, wonderful man. So thank you for that donation. It was doubled. It's a matching gift hour. Don't forget. 800-476-3311-1-800-476-3311. Okay. So Mike just uh, jumped on a line. We've got two. <laughs> we, that is the elusive <laughs> third caller right now. Third caller, uh, if you're, I guarantee you, you're looking, thinking, am I the third caller? Are they talking about me? Well, yes, be that third caller, 800-476-3311. I'm going to make a bold prediction, Toy. I, I think okay. we're, we're going to get up to 10 calls uh, the, 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 this hour, okay? Okay. Just All a right. bold prediction. Okay, that's a- I hope so, because right now we're down to one. Okay. Uh. 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. And we have a donor to thank from the Midland Odessa area. All right. $1,500 one-time 
donation. Says GRN is truly radio for your soul. And I so agree, Dave. And, you know, I've been saying I wish a lot of people would call and give donations of whatever they could because I want them to hear Sean Rice and Monsignor Pope's interview. Dave, really, it helped me so much, and I, I just loved it. And I would, if you, you'd have it in your inbox tonight, a donation of any size to say thank you. And you can listen to it several times. You can pass it around. But the only place you're going to get it is right here during this share and he talks about that, um, you know, it's you and I were talking about stinking thinking, right? Yes. Well, he was talking about when we <coughs> listen to the, the news and we listen to stuff that's not so good for us or stuff that's not so faithfully Catholic. That's like uh, taking a sponge, which our brains are like sponge, and putting it in dirty water. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's that's what's going to happen to your brain, the I, sponge, I, right? Yeah, I love I love the analogies that he uses. Yeah. Again, the, the folksy down home, you know, way that he presents himself and... Of course, if you want more of uh, of Monsignor Pope, he's on every Friday with A Life Lived Joyfully during the 3 o'clock Central Time Hour, 4 o'clock Eastern. And uh, so you can uh, you can hear more, but it is a, a great, great uh, talk, and it, it's, it's, it's for you, a donation of any size. All right, two people are on the line. Sonia, uh, our, our, our regular volunteer, is here. She is just a, a wonderful, wonderful lady. Mike is here. He, he volunteers often. Uh, I'm still looking for, for you know, dear Carolyn came in early to train and get ready. She hasn't had a call yet, so let's get that third caller, 800-476-3311, 1-800. 476-3311-4920 is what we have to raise in about uh, 14 minutes, 4920. We need something very big. And uh, here's, a, here's a little interesting fact for you, Toya. This, uh, okay, I'm ready. Uh, okay, so uh, you know the, the the Grammys, right, are the awards yes. that are given out for, for yes. music, right? Now, nowadays, okay. like, nobody ever watches these, uh, like, the grand Oscars. Now, like, the, the no, we have three, Dave. Oh, I'm sorry three. to interrupt. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I told you it's going to happen, okay? Oh, my gosh. Okay, uh, caller number four. All right, caller number four eight hundred four seven six three three one one. And by the way, I always talk about our, our our friend Scott, who likes to be the fourth caller. I think he's already called this morning, so he's off the hook to. But he's he always says, "I want to be caller number four. How would you like to be caller number four? Call right now eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. I think we're going to get to ten. I really do. I, I believe that in the the very fiber of my being. Okay, that, we're in four. Uh, all right, it's we happening. To I told you. Woohoo! Come on, let's get fifth caller. Fifth caller. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. I'm never going to get to this fascinating fact, by the way. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Okay, so caller number five. You got to do it quickly, okay? For the love of our faith, for the love of the Catholic Church and Catholic Radio, and uh, for you know, ultimately, the love of your neighbor. Uh, we need to keep Catholic Radio on the air. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Come on, uh, everyone out there. We know you're out there. <laughs> Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Okay, real quickly, um, the the guy the guy who's won the most Grammys ever you probably never heard of. His name is George Salty. Okay, okay, never heard okay. of him. He was a longtime leader of the Chicago Symphony Orchestra. Thirty one uh, Grammys. How many? Wow. How many do you think Elvis has won? Okay, nobody has heard of George. Well, some people have, but no, very few people have heard of George Salty. Uh, he won 31. How many is, how many did Elvis, probably one of the most recognized singers in the history of the world, how many do you think he won? Um, only a few. Very few. 
So can you define few? Like with that actual number? <laughs> I'm hedging, go, right? Go, go with it. Go oh, with it. Okay. Yeah, I, so think, I think you may be right here. I One or two, three, maybe just in that neighborhood. <laughs> one, two, three, four, eight, six, seven, 19. Uh, he, yeah, he won, he, uh, he won three. Okay, Three. so you officially are right. Uh, <laughs> all right, Carolyn is taking a call. How, how awesome. So Carolyn and Gloria and John and Sonia, uh, Keith and so we're Fris- up to four. Keith- we need number five. Yes, Keith and Frisco, 150 plus credit card charges, St. Francis Parish. I love St. Francis. Father Rudy and all the good people up there. Big, big parish in Frisco. 1-800-476-3311. All right, come on. We need that fifth caller. Uh, Dave, we got to have two archangels. I don't think we're going to get $4,766 without two archangels. So if you're listening and you want to help us this hour to meet this goal, started at 8900 We have got 11 minutes left. Uh, we really haven't raised half the money. So 800-476-3311, family, Guadalupe family, let's rally together. Let's all come together and make this hour happen. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. And I got to warn you, if you're that fifth caller right now, we are going to go nutsoid, okay? Because if we get up to five or six, uh, you know, we're going to be on our way to ten. But we need that fifth caller. I'm watching... Uh, very closely for the fifth call to come through. We've got volunteers who are not taking calls right now. Uh, we have uh, GRN staff that would be more than happy to take your call, but we need the phone to ring, 800-476-3311. Ken has this theory that I think he's probably right about. If you say the number three times, uh, okay, say it three. Uh, say, okay, so 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Okay, Ken's theory is... Wasn't you, that four? Well, there were three in a row. <laughs> that, there was, there was, it was broken by me oh, talking about that. Oh, you broke it up. Okay, uh, gotcha. Uh, Lina in Hazlitt, Texas, listening to the Mighty 910 AM, uh, St. John the Apostle Parish. She said, please pray for fallen away Catholics and for the unbaptized to get baptized. And Lina uh, donated $100 plus the credit card charges. Thank you, Lina. We're very, very grateful. And uh, we were back up to four. So we keep, we will go to three, then we'll go to four, we'll go to three, we'll go to four, uh, which is not, not a bad place to be. No, but, but I'd love to have caller number five. I know. Caller 800-476-3311. Number five. Dave is quite certain we're going to get to 10. And if we're going to do that, we need some calls right away at 800-476-3311. 800-476-3311. Need to raise $4,664 and we can do it with your help. Yeah, we certainly can. And uh, I'll tell you, the, the, the first hour is, you know, so I'm a little prejudiced because I'm typically on the first hour, but it sets the tone for the entire day. And so we have got to, you know, it's been, we, we've hit the goals, you know, overall the first two days, but it's been a struggle and there have not been, the, the call volume has not been real high. Uh, here's Scott in Hunt, Texas, listening to 97.9 KYRT in Kerrville. All right. Notre Dame Parish there. He, he loves Catholic radio. So Scott, thank you for calling in. Uh, Lucy in, uh, Henena, Alabama, 97.9 FM listener, uh, $10 one time. All right. Lucy, that, that turned into $20. 
Uh, and thank you very much for that, that generous donation there. 800-476-3311. We're about halfway through the, the money now, but well beyond halfway through the, uh, the, the, uh, the time with only eight minutes to go, eight minutes to go, two people on the line. And Toya, this is definitely a nail biter. This is, uh, Yeah, this is, we're going to need something really big very quickly. Three archangels would do it. Three archangels would would be right on the money. 800-476-3311, a trinity of archangels. Mm. So 800-476-3311, that's the $1,500 one-time donation or $125 a month where your name goes in a drawing for the pilgrimage for two where anywhere on the Catholic pilgrimages that Select International Tours does. 800-476-3311, and the value of that pilgrimage is eleven dollars to $12,000. $4,504, it's matching gift money hour. Please call 800-476-3311, 800 800-476-3311. <laughs> 3311. I said, I think saying it three times uh, to me, it's, uh, I, I, you know, it did work. I mean, right after I said it three times, we did get a call. Well, uh, well you're not saying it worked because it's magic. To no, say it no. Three times, it just, that it gives people a chance to write the phone number down. Yeah, because right? we, we've said it so many times, we have it memorized, but most people don't. And yeah. so, uh, you know, if I said just some random number, I'd have to hear it a few times before I got it down. And a lot of times people are busy and they're, you know, making the kids breakfast or, you know, what, what have you. Uh, and they, they just told they're not able to memorize it. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. We need a big, big donation right now. Maybe a Fatima donation of $1,917, uh, 2500 We call those the cherubims. Uh, something, uh, an archangel is 1500 uh, Somebody just kind of knock our socks off. You've been waiting uh, for 54 minutes, and you're thinking, okay, if somebody doesn't else doesn't do it, I will. Okay, I'm going to jump in and help these uh, poor souls if uh, somebody else doesn't do it. We need you right now uh, to pick up the phone and be our... Uh, our, our, our helper, our short person would, would cover. Okay, we're up to three. Okay, we got three. Okay, that, that is awesome. Three. Uh, Gloria, Tova, David, um, we still got uh, about four volunteers. It's so, it's so cool. They're all around one table. Uh, mm-hmm. just so I know we'll post a, a Facebook post and put a picture of them, but, uh, let's get these volunteers, uh, busy and getting calls. Uh, so gosh, Toya, what else can we say? Six minutes to go and $4,500 to raise. This is really going to be challenging if we don't get something really big very quickly. 800-476-3311, We need to raise $4,504 in six minutes. And Dave, you know, all of these shareathons bring back so many memories, but I'll never forget one time, and this was years and years ago. I won't say the gentleman's whole name, but his name was Mike, and he was from Dallas, and I needed $4,000 so bad. And couldn't raise that $4,000 at all. And Mike called in and made a pledge of $4,000. Mm, yeah. I know that you and I remember these kind souls that bailed us out in these tough moments, Dave. And uh, so I see that we need this 4500 And I think about Mike and how he bailed me out that time. And, and you just don't forget him. But yeah. we could use a Seraphim right now, $5,000 donation. 
It got better, Dave. Oh, it sure did. Uh, Oh, look at this. Uh, uh, Lynn in Garland, Texas. Uh, This is uh, this is where Diane Xavier lives in Garland, Texas. Uh, KTH listener, uh, Perpetual Light Society. A hundred dollars a month. A hundred dollars a month. We do have three people on the line. Thirty-three oh four to go. Lynn, thank you so much. You're going to be put into the drawing for that Apple Watch. Thanks to Deacon Lettery and uh, Tammy Sandoval from the Diocese of Fort Worth. Three people on. You know, this is uh, by by absolutely no means is it a gimme. Uh, or, you know, like a done deal, but it's looking positive because we have calls. You know, you never want to see that N-O-N-E none staring at you. Um, here's Charles, Silver Spring, Maryland, uh, listening to the mighty 1160 AM WMET, $50 one time plus the credit card charges. Thank you, St. Charles. Anne, St. Andrew the Apostle Parish in Silver Spring, and uh, he says uh, Catholic Radio has changed his life. And so, Charles, thank you very much. 3253, two people on the line. And, uh, you know, my, oh, wow. I think one more archangel is going to do it. Okay. One person out there along this, you know, 20, is it 28 million? 20, the 20, 24 million. 24 million potential listeners. Okay. We've never, right. we've never gotten them all to tune in at the same time. Uh, we're working <laughs> on that. But, uh, you know, as far as real listeners, who knows? Thousands and thousands. Can one person do an archangel donation right now? Fifteen hundred or one twenty-five a month. Okay, now we got three calls. Uh, three calls in the line. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one. I'm feeling it. Three minutes to go. Thirty-two fifty-three to go. Four calls. Let's go. <laughs> Come on. If we had ten people who did a dollar a day, thirty dollars a month, or two archangels, that would get us there, Dave. But boy, this is exciting. We have four people on caller number five. So what we haven't been able to get. Eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Eight hundred four seven six three three one one three thousand two hundred and fifty three dollars. This is so doable, family. Let's make it happen. Yeah, Rose in Houston, thank you so much. Ten dollars a month, and uh, you're going to get that that interview. Sean Rice and Monsignor Pope, Saint Bernadette Parish. Thank Rose, you. Uh, great to hear from you there in fourteen thirty a.m. land in uh, the Galveston Houston area. Three people on now, and thirty one thirty one. Okay, two people on. Uh, yes. Okay. We we We've need gone down. we need a whole bunch of calls uh, coming in right now. Uh, here is oh look at this. Woohoo! We have got a an archangel oh, wow. donation. Okay, folks, this is getting real now. Liliana from San Antonio, archangel donation. Screen, uh, okay, beyond Liliana. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So, Liliana, thank you so much. And, uh, oh, wow. <laughs> We're $131 away. So, okay. Liliana. We need a short person. From San Antonio. I, I don't, I have to check and see if she had any prayer requests. Diane and Lucas, St. Jude Parish. Oh, this is our, my dear friend, uh, Diane. Uh, she says, I say hi, pray for my family. Uh, certainly will. Um, Diane's the big fan of uh, John O'Leary. Okay, every time Diane calls, I mention John O'Leary because she is like you know the the, the captain of his, his fan club. Uh, so Diane, thanks. Great to hear from you. God bless you. We needed that one so minute. badly. One minute, one hundred thirty-one dollars. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> uh, and uh, let me just uh, let me see. Okay, I don't think Liliana. Yeah, Liliana did not have any uh, additional comments. So I just want to make sure that we honor that in case. Uh, uh, all right, got some fascinating facts to mention next hour, but we're not done yet are we no we still need to raise 131 dollars short person 800 476 3311 we need a short person all right uh, looks like we're going to hit this thank you so much never had a doubt right toya never had a doubt
Okay, uh, hour number two is right around the corner. Thank you for the 16 people who called in this hour, 800-476-3311. We'll be back with more of the 2022 It's For Your Soul Fall share on the Guadalupe Radio Network, KSHJ, Houston.